Go ahead, well, Jen Mikey. Matthews is on the athletic board at USC, and she joins us now via the gridiron. There we guys. go. Good thing she's not on the tag board. We couldn't see her. You can trust family-owned since 2003. The gridiron guys have grown to become Northeast Ohio's top-rated roofer. <laughs> we exemplify mm. quality work practices and are a valued resource a for homeowners Everybody and offer jazz. a 10-year workmanship warranty. Call 330-573-7967 today for a free estimate or roof inspection. Free estimate? Great, 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 great iron guys. <laughs> so we're gonna class the show up a lot. We're gonna go from G. Bush biting his nails. Yeah. Jen Matthews, welcome to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports hey. Show. I told you guys. I told you. We just classed it up a whole bunch. I was quite distracted. I was quite distracted there. Imagine biting his. Yeah. gonna lose I gotta mind. say to Jen Matthews. I mean. What's your problem? How come you haven't made it to the NFL like the entire rest of your family? What is going Slacker. on here? And what happened? I absolutely, you know what? I'm just a failure. No, I, okay. <laughs> true story. No, so my dad decides to take up mountain biking during COVID. So I go with him and he is in phenomenal shape. Like, I, I don't know how many of you have seen him recently, but the guy is a freak of nature. He is. So he takes me out. It's 100 degrees and this is his new hobby. So we're going, and I honestly think I'm going to die. And he's like, it's mental toughness. Like, pain is weakness leaving your body. And Good I'm Lord. just like, Dad, no. I don't know what military quote this is. I want to die. And then we get to the top. I almost fall off my bike. And he says, he looks back and said, you would have never made it in the NFL. And I'm like, I wasn't trying. What a chill dad. So, when your dad's Clay Matthews, yeah. the bar is very, very high. Yeah. <laughs> the bar is very, you know, Jen, I did see Clay. Uh, you were in a couple of years ago, and uh, I had a chance to interview Pops. And the first thing I thought when he walked in, we did it at, the, at one of the suites at the stadium. He walked in, and the very first thing I thought was, are you kidding me right now? The guy, it was like Joe Charbonneau was in. Yeah. It's the second we saw Joe Charbonneau, we're like, this guy is incredible, is in incredible shape. And you're dead. Does he work out three hours a day? How does he stay like that? Big Clay. See, growing up, we call my, well, I call my, I called him dad, but other people called him Big Clay and my brother, Little Clay. No one is little <laughs> in this family, but um, he trains now, I think three days a week. So wow. when Clay, my brother Clay recently moved out of state, but when he was here, he would train with Clay and Casey, my brother who are in the NFL. So he would do their entire off season plan and I'll, I'll have to send this video to you guys or post it but it's a video of they finish their workout and they're doing push-ups and then they like give high fives push-ups high five like to each other and clay was like oh my gosh it almost looks like dad is outperforming me i'm like hey that that could be but you know it's uh yeah he's he stays in shape so he's kind of just a freak of nature but really most about that, that interview so he's talking about, you know, the ring of honor and really kind of how uncomfortable he is with all the attention. And he said, you know, my daughter's been spearheading this and, and she's a pit bull. And you, you chimed in and said, she is a lovely pit bull. And I, I'm sitting on the side of the going, okay, I've never been called a pit bull. So that's kind of odd, Dad. I, I feel like I'm a pretty nice person, but... I am. I'm determined with when it comes to you that, know, so. Jen. What comes to mind to me, and I, I, I still, and I, I have people tell me that I'm a homer and and that I'm I'm weighing into the fact that I'm a Browns fan. But 
how your dad isn't in the Hall of Fame, and I've had so many arguments with voters and writers, and I, I watched his entire career. And when you compare his numbers to the guys that are there, I, I think it's slam dunk. But I'm not even using that as my, as my litmus test. I just watched him. I watched him impact games. And I think one of the things that I most love about all of the discussion around your dad ultimately not getting in, but every year when the campaign was on, I've never seen a daughter work harder for a dad than you did for your dad, Clay. And I have a daughter and we have an incredibly special relationship. And it it just really touched my heart to see how much work you put into that, how much it obviously shows your love of your father. And I still think it's just a swing and a miss that, that your dad is not in, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and this is how it started. Obviously, I've been accused of, of, you know, being biased because my dad off the field is the greatest human. He's humble and kind. He is such a good father, such a good husband. Like, he's just the greatest man. But so I obviously always thought he belonged in the Hall of Fame and I, and I watched him. I mean, he started playing before I was born, but he retired just before I turned 16. So I had a good chunk of time that I remember his his body of work. But what I did was I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to kind of dive in, look at all the stats, compare to current Hall of Famers and see if maybe I am just biased. And as I began to kind of dive deep and look at the stats and compare them to current Hall of Famers who are stud players and ever so deserving there's a reason they're in the hall of fame i'm like wait his stats are comparable if not better than so many of them and then i started talking to coaches and players and i mean opposing players opposing uh, opposing coaches and i'm talking to to bill kelly um anthony munoz and everyone is saying it's it's crazy that he's not in the hall of fame so the more i looked at it and the more I kind of dove into the stats, I thought, this is ridiculous. And I think what hurts my dad is the fact that he's a humble guy. He's not on social media. He will never promote himself. He's no. very uncomfortable with being in the spotlight, which that's one of the greatest things about him. And um, But I believe it will happen. And I'm thinking this year, guys, what do you think about my dad and Joe Thomas the same year? And Cleveland takes over Canton, and we yeah. just party all night. Can you get that done? That would, that would be so cool. <laughs> and I got, and I got to say, Jen, I, you know, I'm the only one on this panel that did not grow up a Browns fan. I grew up in New York, if you couldn't tell from my accent, right? And yet, but I followed the AFC, AFC North because, believe it or not, I grew up a Bengals fan Central in New York, then. which is a long story. Yeah, but, wow. yeah, bizarre, bizarre, but. I always thought, but I always loved watching your dad play when he would play against the Bengals or whatever. And there were a lot of Browns fans in New York where I grew up, a lot of older Browns fans. And so I always thought he was a Hall of Famer. And I'm not biased like the rest of the panel. You said you were worried about you being biased. I've always thought he was a Hall of Famer. Even before I started working here, uh, I just assumed he would go in the Hall of Fame. I've been surprised that he hasn't to this, you know, and I can understand the frustration. How does he feel about it? You talk about him being so humble. Uh, does it bother him? Does he? I mean, are you more? It seems. Are you more upset about it than he is? Yeah. No, that's a great question because so there's five of us kids. I'm yeah. the only girl, and my four brothers. And I feel like we were more upset. I mean, I could tell he was disappointed. It would be a huge sure. honor. But as he always tells me, Jennifer, my time in the league 
Like I didn't do it for the awards or the accolades. I did it because I loved the game of football and anything I accomplished, I did with the support of my teammates. You know, I was on the shoulder, standing on the shoulders of my teammates. So for me to receive an individual award, though it would be so, you know, incredible, it's not like it, it's, it doesn't define him. Right. right. But then again, like even my brother Clay and I are texting the other night and it's like midnight his time. And he's like, this is so overdue. Like, how is he not in? I don't get it. Like, I modeled my play after him. Then I was talking to Troy Palomalu, who obviously was, you know, first ballot guy, played years later. I went to, to college, to USC with Troy. And he was saying, you know, complimenting him and talking about his style of play and, and how he modeled so much of his game after him. And Bill Cower, again, is saying, you know, well, and remember, Bill Cower was my dad's backup in Cleveland. The note and Bill wrote for your dad is incredible. Isn't that awesome? It's, it, it's, he, you know, he's such a great human being. I know there's no love for the Steelers in Cleveland, and I understand. But Bill Cower, we got to remember he had some time with the Browns, and he was incredible. Like I when love I, Bill it was the first time I met him, and he said, "You know, your dad taught me things that I, you know, as a coach, used time and time again." And you know, my dad's humble response is, "Oh, he's probably just mixing me up with someone else." And I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he knew who he was talking about. Yeah, you know, Jennifer, your uh, dad wrecked a lot of game plans. Uh, your brothers wrecked a lot of game plans defensively. Uh, can, you tell us, can you tell us, can you tell us, have they wrecked your love life at one point in time? <laughs> <laughs> because, great question. No, because I'm not coming, I, yeah, I'm not showing up question, at your house. I, I should have known. Okay, so um, I just recently got engaged and probably the hey, reason that it Congratulations. <laughs> Probably the reason that it took so long was if I was going to date you, you had to get through my four brothers, my father, and my uncle Bruce, right? Yeah, so not intimidating at all. I'm like, you will show up. I, my dad's old school. You will shake his hand. You will have me home on time. I mean, I'm a grown adult, and, and uh, that's how it went. So I, it kind of weeded out, like, the people who weren't going to make it. They're like, what? I'm like, Cold the herd, nope. yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, – Luckily, they, they love my fiance and, and the boys do too. And I remember going, oh my gosh, this is, I'm going to start with one brother at a time. Yep. I'll probably wait for my brother to go last. He's probably the toughest. <laughs> okay, I'll start with Casey. He's usually more easy, but that is a very good question. <laughs> that is a great question. <laughs> That's Someone finally got through the gauntlet. Yeah. Shout out to your fiance. You're a good dude. You're a strong guy. You better be in shape too. Quick fuck. Gotta be in shape. Ready to go. To hang in this family. You gotta be. Yeah, you are. Gonna take you on a what are your Yahtzee games you like? I, I, I just imagine like the whole family sitting around a table playing Yahtzee and somehow or another things get thrown. So tense. It's gotta be intense. Okay. Because well, everything is a competition, right? Sure. Like sometimes people will laugh and I'm like, this family isn't any bit competitive. Like I roll. <laughs> You know what? I think actually there's a story that, I mean, I was too young to remember it, but the night before my uncle Bruce got married or two days before, my dad and him were playing a one-on-one -on -one, like basketball in my parents' backyard. And Bruce somehow ended up with like a black eye. And my aunt <laughs> my, was like, I am going to kill you. What are you doing? Married? And so he had to like cover it all up. And you know, oh, even great. growing up, you know, I'm the only girl and it'd be like, Hey, want to play horse? And it's like, sure. And it's not, they didn't take it easy on me. You know, mm -hmm. I'm like the only girl, yeah. I'm like elbowed and boxed out and 
I'm like, at a certain age, I had to be like, all right, guys, you're at a different level strength-wise now. Like, we can't be like, you can't be knocking me over. Like, I can play, but don't, you know, take it easy when you're boxing me out, you know, under yeah. the hoop. I have a, another, probably a bit of an odd question, but has anybody ever approached you or your family about purchasing your DNA and trying <laughs> to create their own army of super football? I mean, that's a great question. I've got to believe maybe somebody did. That's crazy. With the, with the cost of gas out here in Los Angeles, I should have really thought about that. Yeah, no People used to joke in college, I think it was like a newer thing, and they would advertise. It was the strangest thing. It was the USC paper was called the Daily Trojan, and it would be like, sell your eggs and, you know, pay your tuition. I remember thinking, yeah. Oh, <laughs> people were like, are you kidding me? You have eight NFL players in your family? And right. I was like, I, I, I don't know about that. I, I just, you know, never I'm just trust. thankful why I didn't. Yeah, I'm just thankful I didn't come out like six, five, you know, 400 yes. pounds. That is a blessing. <laughs> but if never use a glass around Jerry Jones and leave it unattended on a table. Because <laughs> he will take that. You ain't nothing. Just so you know. You ain't nothing. Yeah, right? Speaking of Jerry Jones, so I'm at, I'm at the Hall of Fame luncheon before the Super Bowl in Miami a few years ago. And I had never met Jerry, and I walk up and um, – when I'm friends with Jim Fossil, who he had hired as a special teams coach, and I walk up to introduce myself. I said, hello, Mr. Jones. My name's Jennifer Matthews. I'm part of the Matthews family. I said, and I want to tell you, you've got a heck of a special teams coach. Like, I'm like selling my friend here. I'm like, he's an amazing hire. We're going to do a football camp with you and serve inner city kids. And my friend was like, who are you telling Jerry Jones? <laughs> you guys are going nice. to do a community outreach project. And I told Coach Fossil later, I, we call him Bones. I said, Bones. You can pay me later because I put in a good, you know, a word with with the big man. But he and his southern accents, he said something like, "Well, you must be the Bryans and the beauty of the Matthews family," you know. And I'm like, "Well, <laughs> such a I Texas competition over here. I don't know how pretty these boys are." <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jennifer, you know, we were uh, right before you came on. Mikey McNuggets, our producer, did a top five list of college football helmets. You mentioned that you're a, a Trojan alum. He did have them in the top five of football helmets, but he, but he did right. not have Notre Dame on the top five. Now I hate Notre Dame, but it's a. T I Me think too. it's a top five helmet. So what do you think? What do you think about Notre Dame not being well, in the top five? And here's a conflict of interest. It is because I, you know, as a USC fan, I'm like born and bred to hate Notre Dame. Yeah. Listen, there is a lot of tradition. I'll give them that. Let me take my bias out. They do have the cool helmets. You got to think of Rudy, and there there is some. There's nothing like being in South Bend, Indiana, on a good fall day when the skies are blue and the leaves have turned and Touchdown Jesus is there, and then they come out. I don't like their music, and that's about where my appreciation ends. I know. Um, how does everyone feel about you know my Trojans and the, the that other team across LA, the, the lowly we Bruins, joining the? The Big Ten. I don't feel like we're getting much love. I, you know, I think I don't know. I, I think people are so used to at this point the conferences changing and blowing up. I mean, I, I think you know it's all about money, right? It's to get the LA market with those two schools. I, what, what do you think about it as as a Pac-12 alum? Yeah, you know what? It's interesting too. I'm on the board of directors for the athletic department um, at SC, and we were in a meeting. Here's my thought. The traditional side of me, it makes me a little bit sad. I grew up with the Pac-10, which became the Pac-12, when my parents, who met their high school suite, or excuse me, college sweethearts from USC, it was the Pac-8. So there's a part of me that is sad about that. 
But I also understand it's a business. And at the end of the day, right. you know, it's about money and it's about TV rights. And, you know, on the West Coast, a lot of people have argued, like, look, we don't get primetime games. We don't get as many Heisman players because these games are on at 7 p.m. Pacific. So on the East Coast, that's 10 o'clock. And, and really, it's a business. And with NIL and all of that, it's just it's changed the game. And I think there's just going to be a few mega conferences. But I'm like, what is this, the big 16 now? Like, are they going <laughs> to That's it. Them? Jen, how oh the God. hell did you guys keep that under wraps? Um, I wasn't privy to that information even before, but I will say that, um, you know, Mike Bone and obviously Lincoln Riley and then Brandon Sosna, who left to go work with the Lions, they, they did a good job. That was Sosna, who's, he's a stud, but I don't know if, how familiar you are with him, but young guy, he helped, you know, recruit Lincoln Riley. They did a good job because what it leaked that morning and six hours later, it was released. So that was pretty impressive in today's day and age. I was shocked yep. that that didn't Bomb, get out. Because bombshell stories like that don't just develop. That thing had been in the works for yeah. a long time. And the fact yeah. that oh. nobody leaked it is just, yeah. it's mm -hmm. astonishing, really. Huge. You're like, what was threatened? No. <laughs> you will disappear if... <laughs> I'm yeah. looking forward to that USC Northwestern rivalry development. Right. That's yeah. going to be a doozy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my, our Trojans are going to have a lot of travel on their, uh, they're going to be, you Man. know, racking up some frequent flyer miles. You aren't kidding. Yeah. I does mean, it make me like a 10 year old that I still giggle every time I hear Trojans? Yes. Yes. Right. Come on. Right. Because of the, pro we all giggle. Yeah, because it's, it's also a prophylactic. Right. I mean, it's funny. <laughs> yes. Thank you for crying out. No, no problem. By the way, you would not believe the shirts that are made. I won't go into it. Oh, I would eat some good ones. lady. But you would not believe between SC and you some of the shirts and the thing. I mean, I won't. I'll leave that up to you to, to um, well, look at that. But I gotta say, yeah, you guys have the most good interesting ones. cast. I, I, I mean, I'm, it's like fun facts about all of you. I'm like, okay, so someone does makeup. Like, G -boy. some of you don't believe oh, yeah. in shoes on or like socks. It's like the no sock look on the end. That's like, that's you know, Jay. I don't That's Jay. Jen, I don't wear socks. I don't. I don't understand how you get that off. It's a personal preference. He's a boss and he can do what he wants. I appreciate G. That. Bush does makeup, no. which is just absolutely incredible. Well, listen, I you know I, I, I got into it because I wanted to get my lighting good on my YouTube videos. And so makeup artists have the best lighting. And so there was this guy who was just, you know, hanging around. And I always say the guy looked like Mike Polk mm -hmm. after the makeup job. Yep. He looked just like a, a hot girl. I was like, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. This is about to work. And so I learned to do makeup tutorials. It, was, it looks great. Are you saying Mike would be a hot girl? Uh, yeah, he's I a little understand. too tall for my liking. I understand. Yeah, yep. he, yeah, I think we should do a show where you make him up and see how hot you can make him. Probably Mike would be excited about that. I can do that. The beard. I'm, not to go. I'm not above it. I'll bring my, I'll bring my ring light. Yeah, we appreciate the analysis of our look in our show, though. We we're, we've really tried to create an aesthetic here that's pleasing to the eye. Do you like? Do you like it? I do. And I see. I I've really got to see him make you up. Good good pal. You know, palette you're striking with good good bone structure. Thank I, you. I'm waiting to see what he can do. And I'm trying to. When I'm back in town and I come to the set, I want to like. I want to see him work some. I want to Let's do it. Please, please come and yes. Please come and watch. It will him be our highest makeover. rated show. I yes. will even bring my cape. I'll bring all of my. I'll even break out my good makeup. I'll, I'll break out the Mac. <laughs> break my good stuff out. <laughs> can, 
Jen, would you mind if I use would you mind if I used uh, the fact that you complimented my bone structure on my resume moving forward? I appreciate that. <laughs> Jen Matthews once said I have great bone structure. Uh -huh. yes. <laughs> Thanks. That, hey, that means a lot. Jen, uh, I profile. want to go back to the Hall of Fame deal for a second yep. because I know your dad can't be on the writer's ballot anymore. What is what is the path for Clay to Canton? How does that happen right. now? So now as of last year, he went to the senior category. Now, the, the great thing about this is, so the Hall of Fame got a new president and their board met and voted and decided that for the next three years, for 23, 24, and 25, that instead of one senior per year being inducted, they would do three per year. So oh, over wow. the next three years, there will be nine seniors as opposed to three. Wow. And part of the reason they did that is there's such this huge backlog of deserving players that are kind of just sitting there. And now, you know, when guys are retiring and they're more in the limelight, they're kind of getting more of the attention. Mm -hmm. So my dad now is part of the senior, you know, category. And they narrow, they just released the, the 25. It'll then be voted down to, I believe, 12 or 15 july 27th i believe it is and then in august they can um decide on three and those three need to get 80 percent of the vote of the senior committee oh, so it's wow. a different it's not you know Baseball if you're a modern go. era candidate it's you know the big all of the voters from the different media markets and then there are a few at-large voters okay. and then like for instance cleveland obviously has two with mary Kay cabot and tony grossi um other markets have too. So this is a smaller, a smaller group of voters that votes on that. And then the obviously the contributor, that's a separate thing. So we'll see. I will keep plugging away until until it happens. And it will happen. And we're gonna take over Canton. And here's the cool thing. Browns fans are the best. I'm not just saying that. I live in Los Angeles. I I have lived and traveled all over. I've been to every NFL stadium. I've been around football my whole life. Browns fans have a knowledge of the game that is second to none, and they're loyal. So when my uncle was inducted in 2007, I believe it was, you know, here we are in Canton, and I looked around, and there were so many 57 jerseys. It was it was incredible. And when my uncle, you know, he spent like, I swear, seven minutes of his speech talking about my dad, and my dad is just sweating bullets. And I was there next to him, he goes, oh. Stop talking about me, my brother. He's hitting me going, oh, I hope he's stuck. And the camera's on my dad. And <laughs> there's 57 jerseys everywhere. And yeah. my uncle Bruce afterwards came up and he's like, Jennifer, imagine when your dad gets in. Can you imagine this place? Like, this you is, know, yeah. gotta happen. In or when Joe Thomas gets in, which he yeah. will this year. Like he, uh, another one of my favorite Browns. So that, we'll see. I mean, he's in the senior category. And uh, my hope and prayer is this year, but I'll keep plugging away and working and, and doing everything I can until he's inducted. Je Jennifer, you've had, you've obviously you've worked in the media. You know, some, you mentioned the local voters here. Have you ever gotten any feedback from the writers on, on why? What, it, what, what was the issue? Why did they never elect them? Yeah. You know what? Most of the people I've talked to are like, he's deserving, right? And then he's been a semifinalist, you know, four years. And I'm like, what's the deal here? And the only thing that kept coming up was like, there's this magic number of 100 sacks that like, as you know, as a linebacker or a pass rusher, they want you to be at 100. But the silly thing about this is that number one, my dad was drafted in 78, right? 12th overall pick, first round, same year that Ozzy was drafted, like amazing draft for the Browns. 
for his first five seasons, sacks weren't even counted as yeah, an official right. stat, yeah, that's ridiculous. which is nuts, right? Crazy, yeah. And then he, at that point, they didn't have kind of, they just, he wasn't really a pass rusher until far, like the latter part of his career. Like every once in a while he would, and he would like given his, like if, if it was up to him, he would have lined up at kind of like a DM, like my brother did and just pass rushed. But he, I always say he was the consummate team player. So he was often dropping back into coverage. Like he did it all. And that's what, when I talked to like opposing like O-linemen, they were like, we kind of had to, to, you know, develop our game plan around him because he was all over the place and we didn't know what he was going to do. So, so when you add in, so I went back and I looked at the stats because the team kept the sacks as a stat before the league declared them as an official stat in 83. And so that took him up to 83.5. And again, I'm kind of like, it's weird that certain numbers are that. That's the only thing I could think of. But honestly, in my opinion, what's really hurt him is that he's a quiet guy. And when he retired, he he went completely out of the limelight because he never liked that anyways. He said, I kind of, you know, I just went to raising five kids. Like I had no time to sit around and think about football or feel sorry for myself or or miss it. He goes, because I had five kids at home to take care of. So he kind of went into coaching and, you know, just did his thing. And, and we never really thought about it, you know? And so, but he has so many records, you know, if you look at it, most games played by an NFL linebacker of all time, most sacks by a Browns player. Now, Miles Garrett's coming up on him, um, which, which is Good company. Stud. Yeah. I know, I know. When I, I'm thinking about the defense, I'm like, Miles Garrett, Javian Clowney, and I'm looking at all the greedy Willie. I'm looking at this going, I like this. We can get after the quarterback, which is mm-hmm. what I like to see. This is pass rush. <laughs> Um, two, there's really no good reason, by the way. Sorry to cut you off. No, there's, there's literally no. no good reason not to have him in. I think she would know better. Genevieve, you would, you would know better than anybody. I think it is. I think what you just pointed out about your dad pulling himself out of the limelight. I think that's the number one reason. Some players get more hype after their career. There's no stats or there's nothing you could point to that says, oh, he's not a Hall of Famer because of this. There's really nothing. It doesn't make any sense. And all you need to know, you mentioned Anthony Munoz. I've heard Anthony Munoz talk about your dad before. In my opinion, Anthony Munoz is the greatest offensive lineman ever. If you get an endorsement for him from him, that's all I need to hear. If Anthony Munoz says you're a Hall of Famer, you're a Hall of Famer in my book. I think it's pretty simple. That it, yeah, It'll get right. I hope it'll get right sooner rather than later. So your whole family yeah. can appreciate it, but it, it's it's. I know, a and I'm thinking big. Like I'm I'm a dreamer, so I'm going. Let's have like the Rolling Stones at the after party. Like who am I? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> the first. I'm like this is going to be the party of all parties because my dad has waited, and I'm going to use every connection I have to make this nice. a pretty dang fun party. You so know who we'll else see. needs to play there? Because I just did this math, and I think you're if you put it in Rock and Roll Hall of Fame snubs in that territory, like. For a comparison's sake, your dad is Judas Priest. Judas Priest should have been on the Rock Hall 25 years ago. They're amazing. They are an important part of metal history. They're not in because of prejudices against, against metal. Against metal yeah, no doubt. Yeah. They should be in there. And it's a shame they're not. And when you have your celebration, Judas Priest should play there. One more thing. My parents have been season ticket holders. Uh, they were. They gave up uh, at some point. But they were when I was a kid. And the two jerseys they still have, uh, my dad wears a Gene Hickerson jersey. <laughs> And my mom wears Clay Matthews, just so you know. So that's that's you know uh, regarded. Like I feel like we'd be kindred spirits. I Gene think he'd love Peggy Bull. The year that my uncle was. So I. He, <laughs> it, what he said about that was they had waited so long. He was so much older, but what an incredible player! When you look yeah. back at the history and like, I got to meet Jim Brown when I was there for the Ring of Honor, and I was sitting there. It was so surreal. We're on the practice field at the Browns facility. 
and my dad had never met him, believe it or not. So yeah. I'm there with my dad and, and you know, and they're exchanging stories. And I had this like moment where I just was like, soak this up because this is, this doesn't happen for everyone. Like, this yeah. Is, it's a weird upbringing you know, we've had. Here, and they're talking about the Browns and, and just different plays and watching each other. And, you know, my dad saying how much he had looked up to him as a player, like when he was a kid. And, and those are the moments where I'm like, man, this, this life is, is so cool. It's so well, good. It's good that you appreciate it. Well, Jim, yes. uh, I don't take a second of it for granted. I hope you're ready because when he gets in, I have a sneaking suspicion. I don't know. It's just an intuition. I think you are going to give the induction speech. Uh, so yeah. how, how would that pressure. feel to be able to do that? Um, and you've been working so hard uh, for the last few years um, trying to get him in. You know, it's funny. I haven't even thought of that because I guess I'm just still like in the stage of like all my the time I do invest in things around the Hall of Fame or just in creating awareness for his campaign. I mean, obviously it would be an honor of a lifetime and I don't know if I could possibly do him justice. I mean, I, and I, I probably won't, wouldn't make it through without crying. Cause I just, I respect him. Like he's my hero. He's the person I, I model my life after. And um, just the way he approached the game, I, even been able to take a lot of those lessons and, and habits into my career and, and really apply them. And I feel like it's allowed me to excel and, and also, you know, just being inspired by the type of human he is. He's a man of integrity and humility and, and he's very selfless and he, he serves others and, um, and he's fun. Like the, my dad snowboards. Like we, we were we were in Colorado two years ago, and he's like blowing past us. I'm on my skis, like you know, on the beginner slope, and he comes down the other. Like, and I'm like, what sixty five year old man snowboards? And you know, he's just he's fun. He's high energy. He likes to drive his sixty seven Chevy Camaro around. Like he loves nice. classic cars, and he's just. He's just fine. He's the greatest. I like that our dads are about the same age, and I have to help him get out of a chair. <laughs> you have to help me get out. Uh -huh. What you mean? Me too. Uh, well, I hope I don't have to help. I wouldn't be able to move my father. I, no, I don't know you better. That's gonna be you gotta work on some just some squats. <laughs> I better get in the gym quick and get on some sort of workout. Clay, he really is uh, like a like a movie character. Yes, um, he's bigger than life. He's he's a quiet guy. I was surprised when I met him that he really is a man of few words. Hates to talk about himself. And uh, I I hope, <clears throat> Jen, that your father has to make the difficult decision as to who would be his presenter in yeah. Canton, Ohio. I'll be there. Half of Cleveland will be there, and you're right. It would be a, a Cleveland takeover of Canton and the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Jen, thank you so much for making time hey. with us, and we're going to hold you to that. When you're in Cleveland, you, you must. So fun. Yeah, thank listen, you. that's our our whole objective is to laugh and have fun talking about sports. Why not? I love it. I love it. Jen, when you're in Cleveland, let us know, and uh, we'd love to have you in studio. Okay. I will be there. You guys are too fun. I'll come Thank on anytime you. you want. And you have to promise us that when, not if, when dad gets uh, the rubber stamp to go into Canton, that you bring dad by the studio too, because we would love to have him in as well. You bet. You All bet. Right, Jen. Thanks, Jen. All right. Congrats and congratulations. The Bye. prettiest Matthews of the bunch. <laughs> Although mom is very pretty too. It's, 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 it's a dead heat. It's a yeah. tie. Um, Jen Matthews. And it really is crazy. If you want to... Um, if you want to look at 
the actual comparison to Clay and the other Hall of Famers at linebacker, go to her Twitter feed. She's made professional-style graphics where she has compared his stats to the all-time greats at that position. And Why the does, one that jumps out to me was Junior Seau. Junior yeah. was no doubt, absolute right. Hall of Famer. Right. And also uh, a USC guy. But when you look at the stats side-by-side side with Junior Seau, they're remarkably similar. Hmm. Yeah. They're remarkably similar. You know what I don't get about the Pro Football Hall of Fame? The one thing baseball does better than football, even though it doesn't really factor in as much in baseball because it never gets this number. In baseball, there's no limit to how many guys can make it in I, every year. I agree with you on Why that. do they have an arbitrary limit? In football, there are so many players in so many positions. Yeah. It's stupid. I think it, you know it's good. She was bringing up the point that now there's on the Veterans Committee or whatever she was calling it, senior. Senior. There's three instead of one. But why would you have any cap? If well, a guy's worthy, he's worthy. Yeah. Shouldn't, I, shouldn't be a I certain think, amount of guys. I, I don't even think Ryder should be able to vote for it, to be honest with I you. I don't agree with that, no, personally. No. Well, who would be better qualified? Players. GMs, players, coaches. I don't know. Those. I don't think they study it as well as they, Ryder's do in a lot of They don't. Cases. And they have agendas, and they vote for their buddies. Well, and they so don't. Media has agendas well, too. Yeah, but for the most part, I do think that they try it, and take it. Look, first of all, if you have a vote, it's because you've been doing this a really long sure. time and yeah. you are at the top of your craft. They're not giving. It, I don't have a in vote. In baseball, right. the writers do them. Look at some of the 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 ones that the players have put in. Some Harold twit, Baines. Some hey. twit left Derek Jeter and Mariana Rivera. Yeah, yeah but he's always going to be. A, there's, no, I think exactly. Rivera actually got everyone. No, no, I don't time. think so. No, I don't think no, it's no, ever no, been. No, I thought unanimous. Rivera was the first one. It's never been unanimous. I don't believe so. I agree, Jay. There's a few knuckleheads in the bunch. They leave. They left. But look at what the players did. They put Harold Baines in the Hall of Fame. He's not a Hall of Famer. There's always a couple of idiots, but yeah. for the most part, they really don't get it wrong. Like T.O. is not a Hall of Famer. T.O. is the first. T.O. the second greatest receiver of all time. T.O. is not a first ballot Hall of Famer. That's crazy. Because he did sit-ups in, a, in the parking lot. No, he'll get in, though. I, I mean, he, he did crazy. No, he's in. He's in. Yeah, but, he oh, in, but he got he, in. Right, right, yeah. He skipped the ceremony. Yeah, right. Because he was the second ballot That's Hall of so Famer. stupid. What's the difference? No, I mean, no, 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 no. Agreed. He should have yeah. been first, G. But he, in the end, he got in. There's always going to be... I don't like the way they do it. I think they should do it like baseball and vote yeah, the same when you way. Cap, when you put a cap on it doesn't make any sense. It's look if there are ten players because it's by years and then yeah. you fall off the ballot. Right? If how there long has it been like that? I, I think it's always like been like that. And, and how much is the league? Is and how much is the league expanded? What do you got, buddy? Well, Mario Rivera was unanimous for the ah, yeah. was unanimous. I thought Derek he, Jeter he, missed he, by one vote. Right. I knew G, I knew Jeter. But Mariano was a unanimous selection confirmed by Google. Okay. I double checked. I, I would take the vote away from the guy that didn't put Jeter in the Hall of Fame. I, I, some I'm people sorry. Have I just don't think you're, hey, we you're have, qualified to we vote. Have one indicated. We, gotta go. yeah, we have gotta go. one local writer who screws up the ballot every time. I'm not going to say who it is, but he, he makes ridiculous picks on right. the ballot. Every people, Yeah, and with baseball, it's a little trickier because of the steroids. and You know, whatever. People vote. But generally, outside of the steroid guys, I think the baseball writers get it right way more often than they get it wrong. Why can't they have a mix of it? Just just mix the vote. Fine, but I don't think you want well, all players. Because you know in do, baseball, when it's just the players' groups, they're more often wrong oh, than, the, let, than the... Do, do um, Hall of Famers get votes? In baseball? Like, yeah. They're or part football. of the seniors' committee. Okay. I don't know about in football. I don't know. Uh, because Obviously, when you win the Heisman, you get a vote. Mm-hmm. All, right. all the former Heisman right, Trophy right, right. winners get a vote, and then it's... But there's Marginal so many votes. The Heisman voting is a joke, too. I had a Heisman vote for 15 yeah. years, and I covered college football for 10. Yeah, Heisman yeah. vote is a total <laughs> Did joke. you give it to Johnny Manziel? I did. I did. Tell us. I don't know if I had a vote that year. Did you vote for Baker? I, I, I'd I ignore it. Did you vote for Baker? I, I got rid of the vote by then. Oh, by the time he came up, That's I too bad. So, uh, you want to go to 
Where do you go to Guardians? Derby? Yeah, but first, okay. before we start the Jose Ramirez in the Derby contest, let's remind you about another contest going on right now. Our Guardians giveaway contest. This is if huge. If you want to win yeah. a four-pack of huge. tickets plus some autographed swag and player memorabilia, head over to wkyc.com slash contest. Enter. We have already have over 1,200 submissions for this. Nice. That seems like a big number. 1,200 is a lot. We're giving away... A first a place lot. prize is four tickets plus the extra swag. Second and third place just get four tickets. Just four tickets, yeah. That's not a mm -hmm. bad second oh, yeah, or third it. place prize. To the game against the Astros on Sunday, August 5th. So make sure you guys continue. The little barcode down there on the left, does that take you directly to the page for? The QR code? It yeah, takes us QR to our code. YouTube page. Oh, that takes you to the YouTube. We only page. have one QR code available at the moment, so oh, okay. we're working on it. Also, Tagboard's well, tag 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 board board is up. up. It was a system wide Tagboard shutdown. System you know, I was, I, it's too bad that Tagboard was down during Jen's uh, interview because I was going to – it would have been fun to go to her Twitter page. We had tweets ready to pull. To see, oh, we, good. We actually did. Because yeah, there of are course. so many good comparisons. She's posted letters from Bill Belichick. Yeah. Um, the, the one that really stood out to me was the one from Cower. Like, Bill right, Cower right, yeah. is this, you know, yeah. respected voice in the sport. Yeah. And when you read that, you're like, okay, this whoever he's talking about needs to be in. He talked about him in such a long time. We got I, the tag board back. I need wives and, and daughters to support. That's crazy support. Listen, when I hey, when I get into the Cleveland Hall of Fame, I need you to be writing all kinds of letters. Go. I'm telling <laughs> my girl right now, get it together. I'm, she does it, man. I have two sisters. They wouldn't co-sign on a loan no. with me. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, no so what do we got here? So you, we did the giveaway. Yeah, let's talk about Jose Ramirez yeah, and the home run derby. That's right. Here. Anybody, is, is home run derby still a thing? No. Like the slam dunk. Contest jumped the sh jumped the shot I hate years this. ago. I, I hate it. I'm sick of the home run derby. They don't do it right. I mean, didn't Jose do it a couple years ago? Yeah, he didn't really, do well. He's not really out. a home run derby. Like Pete Alonso is great at the home run. He derby. is built for it. Uh, I have you know Pujols. I, I think it's weird that Pujols and that's a sentimental. He has Miguel, six home well, runs this Pujols year. Pujols and Miguel way. Cabrera got into the whole All Star game, which I'm fine with. But they didn't add extra spots for them, which doesn't make sense. Why would you waste spots on guys yeah, who yeah. haven't earned it this year? It's weird. By the way, I, I know probably you guys hate him, but you got to admit Kyle Schwarber will be a fun guy to watch in a home run derby. Absolutely. No doubt. He's the type of guy but you want But you're right. Watch. We all hate him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Joe Buck loves him. Oh, my God. Joe you know Buck better than that, Jay. You know better. Joe Buck loves him. You know better. Joe saying. Buck hates the Cubs. No. He grew up a Cardinals. Fan. They need to mix up the home run derby. I think that's the problem. Just change the rules. Do something it's boring. Weird. It takes too, too long. So like, okay, so no one's married right here. How do you fix it? Uh, it I mean, is what it is. Add some obstacles. Um, add some different kinds of goals, like out in the outfield. Maybe they're trying to, if you get it in a certain section. Then no. it's I just think like, it's got to be two for one. If I you think go it's oppo. too long, guys. Like, like, why are we have a reverence it's, for the rules of it right yeah, now? It's when three everyone hours. hates it, we agree it's stupid. Ten pitches. That's it. You get ten pitches. You, yeah. you, you know what? This just goes. They got to fill time. This just TV goes balls. to show you that that it ain't even really about the home run derby. It's about the level of your players, dog. When Griffey and Big Hurt. And Fred McGriff and all these dudes was in it. Right. We was watching every single swing. Yeah, but the best power hitters are, are in this. I, I, he's that, saying they were they used to the be a best lot power hitters now. Yeah. No one knows who your best power hitters are. Right. Well, I think everybody knows Aaron well, Judge. Well, 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 they know who Aaron Judge is. Is he in it? Judge is in it. it, it so, yeah. uh, right, Mikey? Do you have a no, list? Ju judge is not. I don't in. think oh, Judge is not in. I thought Judge said he was going to do it. That was a previous winner's. That list was 2017. Was no, no, no. I thought I had read that Judge was going to do the home run derby. I. 
I didn't know that he had done it. I still want open no, spot. I don't, I don't believe he's in it's it. It's like no. the dunk contest. Even the yeah, ones you want to see do it are like, I don't want I to tweak anything. Yeah. So right, well, here's Harold Miner again. No, they have better home run. <laughs> no, generally the best home run hitters still do it for the most part. I and mean, Pete Alonso is one of the best home run hitters. Ramirez is not a home run hitter. Yes, he is. He's not one of the best home run hitters. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. How many he got? I don't know, 17, 18. Oh, come on, man. I, I need, I need top my head. But this he is has 17. Why... He ranks 23rd. Look at the stack graph. He's won the last two. Yeah. Alonzo has. 20, 20. Yeah, but Alonzo, where, Kyle Schwarber's top five in home runs. Mm-hmm. Alonzo's top five in home runs, right? You know, I mean, you look at Ramirez. He's a 17 homer. He had 16 homers like on yeah, May 1st. Yeah, he he's at one in the last month. He's, he's been just cold. been What if they all, had to eat, they all had to drink six beers before they did it? Now I'll watch. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> Love right? It. Something like yeah, that. Every round. Spin around. Yeah, every round. You, you, you make it to the next no, round. Every you time drink. you don't hit a home run, you throw back a shot. Yeah. Right. Something like that. <laughs> and we add Nickelodeon and, Slime. And there's a sponsor. Nickelodeon Slime. There you go. Nickelodeon Very Slime. Thank you. It just, dr- it just drops on you. Mike if, just approved this if you don't get, times. If you don't get, like, if you miss three in a row, then you get slimed, like, on Nickelodeon. <laughs> now, see, but now people are watching. Wouldn't you yeah, watch that? I'd probably watch that. Yeah. Of the top five MLB home run leaders right now, how many do you think are participating in Monday night? I'd say one. Zero. Three. Zero. One. Kyle Schwarber. That is it. Hmm. Oh, Alonzo's not in the top five, huh? Alonzo is not top five. He's near the top five. He's got to be close. He's probably probably top In the top ten, let's pull up the list. Uh, Alonzo is tied for sixth. Yeah. All right. That's close. But still, of the top five, Schwarber is the only one. Judge leads the league, not participating. Alvarez in Houston. Third, not participating. Austin Riley, not participating. Mike Trout, not participating. Stanton, well, wait a not second. Participating. Trout is banged up right now, and so is Alvarez. They're both banged but, up. I'm, but, just, I'm just reading the list of the yeah. top ten guys. I'm not. G. Bush makes a that. great point, though. I, I just remember, and maybe it's because I was younger and I'm yeah. probably a bigger fan at the time, but, man, when Griff was doing the man. home run derby, that was Baseball like when was Jordan then. did the slam dunk Baseball contest. was bigger then. This, well, this, this goes to the bigger issue of Bond baseball and not marketing itself. No, you're absolutely right. It does. Where are the – where are the charismatic superstars? Not chemically enhanced anymore. Yeah, I mean, Judge is the, really the big name in baseball. He's yeah, and he's he's and what a personality. He's kind of a slug. Yeah. yeah, you know, right? Like Griffey, and Griffey really wasn't a media star. No, but he put his hat on backwards, and it was like putting a cape on. And it, he, he was it, cool. And Griffey it wasn't. Was cool. Yeah, he was cool, and it they, wasn't uncomfortable to watch him even, smile. They like even Judge. had nicknames. Y'all don't even got nicknames no more. Right. The kid. Big hurt, crime dog. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Now wait a second. You okay, Fred McGriff? I like Fred McGriff. He don't belong in the category with these other Fred guys. Fred McGriff, McGriff had, had like a bunch. Fred McGriff's not even runs. a Hall of Famer. Fred McGriff had a bunch. He had a of bunch home of home runs. runs Neither is Clay he Matthews. 500. And he should be. He, he he's very he's close. close. He had over 500 for sure. He's very no, he close. Did. He'd Fred be McGriff? in the Hall of Fame if he had. Manny Ramirez. How, how many home runs did Fred McGriff have? I think he's got like 480, 490 something. <laughs> big like that. Pop, he's just big Poppy. I can't even. You there's you if you ain't got a nickname, you just a regular dude. Aaron Judge is 493. A much, 493. Aaron Judge is a bigger McGriff. star now than Fred McGriff was then. Mm-hmm. Bob, it, he's playing in New York. Not so as popular. He's playing. He's big in New York, but but not here. You guys missed the point. It's the sport. It's not because of Fred McGriff. It's because the sport was much more popular then than it is now. That's what it's about. How'd it fall off? Because they keep doing the same thing, sticking to their guns too much, freaking out over any changes because the old guys who are trying to keep score in the stands are like, I want it to be like it was when I was a show. Have you seen those commercials? They're so awful. When I watch them, I I always ask, like when I see Brett Favre doing the commercials for the copper Band. Yeah, yeah, right, right. I, I'm mm-hmm. like, do these guys need dough? With Jerry Rice, do he? Here's, with Jerry here's Rice how sometimes. you bring him back. Here's how you bring him back. 
I mean, this is very easy. Me and Jay was in there lifting weights the other day. It's mm. about a week or two ago. And um, just quick name drop. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what they should do is if they want to have real some real fun, Hammies do some metal bats. Ooh. You'll kill somebody. Yeah, no, you no, 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 no. That's part of the sport. That, 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 listen, don't sit out there. That, like, now you we, got Squid Game. No, we, we, no, we don't. No, I'm for home run derby. It's just a picture. He's in front of the cage. Hey, you know yeah, what I watch? Wait, the kids Wait, in the outfield shaking flies so get killed. You know what I watch? An old timers home run derby. No, those bring back McGuire and Sosa. I I'd watch those guys watch take that. thirty swings. I sure. watch it and give them a medal back. I- I'll tell you, no, what, you can't give a medal. So, I saw high school kids in Cleveland with medal bats. So, so were, somebody would die. Well, high school kids, but you, I, somebody not, will die, but that's okay. They're, they're not. Gonna, they're, I don't think there's, they're going to hit any of the uh, people that's in the field. These balls are going to be hitting scoreboards. They'll go to the moon, yeah. Like, like they're not hitting. They're going to be hitting people sitting in the stands. Yeah, is it going that fast? That makes so much more entertaining. I want, though, if I want the element added, of danger. Yeah. No, <laughs> no one's safe. I mean, there if, will be blood. If, if, make if Trevor Bauer get, pitch. If you're in the stands, that's his punishment. If you're in the stands and you get hit by a baseball 500 feet away and you don't move, what's wrong with you? We shave three metal bats. No protection. Trevor Bauer shaved three and months. If he lives. He he's suspension. We shaved three months off of the suspension <laughs> if he lives. Okay, this is absurd. We're not going to use metal bats. Training camp hasn't started absurd. yet, Jay. We got to yeah, talk. Right. We, we just talked that. about college okay, football so helmets for a half an hour. Let me ask this question. Yeah. You saw the the participants in the home run derby. Yeah. Tell me that the ratings wouldn't be higher. Yeah. If on an opposing channel, yeah. you had Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. Barry Bonds, Manny Ramirez, Manny Ramirez. You still Bell. have Albert Pujols. You got to, but the, the problem is hey, you can play both. <laughs> yeah. This would have been a great plan five months ago. They don't have time to juice up now. This thing's like in two weeks. <laughs> they said it. I would, I would right? enjoy right? watching that. Yes, right. I have. Been, I've played in a number of MLB alumni All Star games, and I've watched old timers, and I'm talking guys in their fifties. Take batting practice before yeah. games yeah. and rope them out like it's nothing. The Yankees Man. used to have an. I don't know if they still do. They, they used to play an old timers game. All the time is always great. Yeah, the, the, the Indians I think used yeah. to do an old timers game. Try, I'm trying to see light skinned Sammy Sosa hit home runs. Let's go. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. Maybe light Michael Jackson. Sosa. Maybe you, Michael Jackson can feel the ball. You need a time machine. Oh, he's dead. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Man, boy, I tell you what. He, they won't even. They say, Dad, who's that guy? That ain't Sammy Sosa. Yeah, uh, yes, it is, son. Let that was a weird it. turn. Yeah, that's, that's no longer Jerry Curl, Sammy Sosa. <laughs> yeah, nah. that is, he is he's terrifying. When he would run right. out with the flag. <laughs> oh, flag. I, I'd watch that today. I will watch it all. Like, come on, man. That's that was the, fun. That's day. The Those were great game. days. That was hey, so day. we just saved the all-star game yeah. by, by adding a, everyone. a veterans or a retired players home run derby. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. That, Love w- it. that would be a lot of fun. All right, Mike, you want to – we're going to blow off this Indians talk. Yeah, let, then, right? Let's hold the Guardians, Guardians prospects. I realize that next week we have no games, and this could be a good Guardians yes, topic good for idea. next Yeah, week because the trade, the trade talks will heat up after the yes. All-Star. Mm-hmm. So we'll save yeah. that for next week. No worries. Let's do good bet, bad bet, and then we'll take a stab at final takes here. Okay, Love that sounds it. great. For the first time in UCSS history, Uh-oh. we had a four-way one-and-two day. No one did good. No one did nah, bad. Horrible. But it wasn't the same picks. We've had days where everyone – had the same record, but you guys all picked the same. Everyone got a different one right. So technically, I'm in first place again. <laughs> no, Bull, technically, Bull's no. still in first place. I still have one game lead. By uh, one game, yes. Uh, it could be percentage points. It could be percentage points, right? It is yeah. percentage point difference. So, yeah, Bull is going to mm. be in first. I'm still you guys first. have the same games, and Bull's won one more. How, gotta, how are you arguing percentage points? We, well, yeah. 
It's a good point. They played the exact same amount of games. Good point out of the boys. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah you're I, right. I'm in first place, but we got a long yeah. way to go. I, I, I didn't know. When does it end, by the way? Never. The end of the year. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. No, we're going to do at the end of the month. We're going to find a punishment and a prize for the winner and the loser. Okay. All right. And we'll that's reset. Very good. At the end of the month? Running tally. Brad better oh, get the stepping. Oh, oh hold He's on. In trouble. Hold, can, we, can we wager? We, I want to do one of those things where you put somebody on a treadmill and make them go real fast. Oh. Like, like if you lose, you got to get on the treadmill and then you got to sprint. Like we're gonna put it up to like nine, and you got to sprint. My ACLs would explode yeah. on the spot. <laughs> I don't think the company would be down with that. So no, you don't. Liability. You know what you should do? You should put them in the stadium and give like major leaguers metal bats yeah. and just hit them at them. <laughs> no, um, the, what's the show where the four buddies practical jokers? Impractical yeah, yeah. jokers. Yeah. The loser has to wear an earpiece and go out into a public venue, oh, and my. the and the two guys that didn't lose, yeah. Polk, or all of us, tell them what to say. Ooh. I would really want Mike Polk my, telling my, you Mike what Polk, to say. I would do it. I would do that. I, I'd have some when words. they lose on that show, I'm always like, I would say that. I would say yeah. that. Yeah. I don't hey, care. By the way, Bold, you could be a cast member on Impractical. I would love to. I love those guys. You fit in with those guys. I need a fourth guy because Joe just Joe left. The show's not as good now because Joe's the best. Joe was the best. Now, now here's now here's the thing. We know. I don't think a crispy J is not doing this. He cannot no. be. He's not going to be hitting no earpiece. He I'll do it. <laughs> oh, I, I'm not that I'm going to lose because I'm not. <laughs> no, you better not lose. But yeah. I think it should be an impractical jokers. Oh, I, I awesome. do it. Where Thanks. you got to go to a Guardians game. Yeah. Okay. And Just you got to mill around people. home run porch, and you've got to go up to people and mm-hmm. whatever whatever the. Winners. Sure. No, we, we just have to have somebody with us. So, so when we say inappropriate things, no, security. J- no, Jason, I'm gonna take them to Dave's supermarket. Then they can say it in the earpieces. That's where we need to go. For yeah, the, we need to be in the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. We have three bets today regarding yeah. the Guardians game. Regarding the Guardians. The first one. Mm. One and a half. Gee, I'm you're alone Dave, here. So I feel real good about this. Nope. Mike I- is 38 and 17. Somewhere like that. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. So as long as Mike I just saw whoever Detroit has pitching looks like they're trash. Is there- it's not the White Sox guys? It's the Tigers. But yeah. Yes. Did it say White Sox? Oh, that's why you fooled me. You got me on that one. You said White Sox. Oh, there you go. But I'll did, take oh, it. Did I, I send the wrong thing? No, wait. No, I sent the right thing. The I right thing was sent. On the, the graphic, graphic it was wrong. wrong. Okay. Well, Anthony. Yeah. Then again, I can't get out. Of <laughs> can it. we show Anthony? We only talk about Anthony when he screws up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like an offensive holding. line. It's like a line. Holding. He's a line. Anthony. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. In his defense, I don't think he likes sports. Is, am I right no, about he does. that? It's oh, he Steve. does. Oh, okay. Steve, the director, doesn't like. Steve sports. doesn't care for sports. Yeah. I knew somebody on the show hated. Director it. Steve, yeah, not Got a big it. sports yeah. guy. Steve, show <laughs> us your favorite college football helmet if you can, real quick. <laughs> What's your favorite college football helmet? I know Throw it's hard it to there. choose. I, I'm setting him up to take the black, the black screen. Tagboard's back. We don't have black anymore. That's Director Steve's favorite team right there. Uh huh. All right, the second bet. It says White Sox. We all know it's the Tigers. Anthony, we'll do better next well, time. Well, not all of us know. Over that seven it's the and a half runs in the Guardians Tigers game tonight. Oh, He's got the oh. shoot. Never mind. I'm not going with Polk on this one. Uh oh. Well, we'll see. Who I'm knows? In trouble. Mm. I'm just guessing. You know that. All right. I know. Do you really? Is that how you do it? You just say yeah. No, I mean, I just look at the pitching matchups and see. You know, yeah. kind of add stuff up. That's it. I have no idea what I'm doing. Well, and lastly, cool. game number three. Tristan McKenzie's been unbelievable lately. Seven and a half strikeouts over four That's sticks. A lot of Seem strikeouts, like bro. It is now, now that they can't cheat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like nobody gets eight strikeouts I anymore. I know. 
Yeah. It's nuts. McKenzie's was, a good strikeout pitcher. Tiger strike out a lot, I think. It's and didn't McKenzie, he's, isn't he coming off his best start as, as a big leaguer? Yeah, I think I he's mean, only had strikeouts two, he had once this year. Yeah. His problem is the home runs, right? He's given yeah. up a ton of home runs. When he doesn't give up home runs, he dominates. Yeah, you're right. Well, all right, there it is. Good bet, bad bet. That leaves us uh, nine minutes, or not quite nine minutes for uh, final take. 19 minutes. Oh, we go. Well, we don't 10? need to go nine. We don't we have to go till one ten. We'll now we end, have time. Right? Everyone, we're gonna do a little different today. We're gonna give a final take. We're gonna move on. No comment. If we decide that any of the final takes deserve more discussion, we'll bring it back tomorrow as a Fair topic. So, a lot of pressure. Yeah. So Let's nobody's allowed to say anything when the final take mm. is complete. Final take done. Let's we'll see how on. that works out. Everyone here is pretty good at biting their tongues. All right, Bull. Let's start our new format. You know, when I was growing up. My favorite sport by far was baseball. It was really not even a close second. And if I had to pick a second, it probably was college basketball when I was a young kid. I was a big St. John's fan. College basketball was huge in New York City. And I liked the NFL, but it was a distant third. I was probably close to college basketball, but it was a distant third to, to baseball. And now things have changed. In the last couple of years, football has – football had – a long time ago, moved to uh, a close number two to baseball. But in the last couple of years, it has moved to number one. Now, part of that's because I'm obsessed with fantasy football. And we will be having a uh, Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show Fantasy Football League that some of you might be able to get involved with. More details on that coming up over the next couple of weeks. But when I, I, I was looking this morning, preparing for my podcast and the show, and I looked at the calendar and said, it's Thursday. Wait a second. It's exactly eight weeks to go Eight weeks from tonight, the NFL regular season begins. Wow. The Super Bowl champion Rams playing host to Buffalo. What a great game that mm-hmm. is. I cannot wait. I am, I, I'm like, oh, my God. I was, like, losing my mind this morning. Eight weeks? I'm saying to my son, eight weeks? Eight weeks? I'm going crazy. It's amazing for me how it has changed. And for me, as someone who is such a diehard baseball, and I still love baseball, the fact that for me it has been passed by the NFL – for a lifer baseball guy, just shows you the state of where baseball is and the state of where the NFL is. We get a lot of um, people coming, calling in or texting us and messaging us about the fact that we don't cover enough hockey. Because um, we don't we really do? know. Yeah, we do. We just don't know enough about it. And it, it, it seems unfair, but uh, I got a notice about a trade that took place yesterday. And so now I'm going to try and pay service to our hockey fan viewers <laughs> because you deserve to hear some sports news, too, that you care about. So please just deal with, uh, bear with me here um, because I don't know what I'm talking about. So as we all know, Johnny Gaudreau and, uh, and the Columbus Blue Jackets have agreed to a seven-year deal worth $9.75 million, obviously, everyone. I know what you're all thinking. It's hard to imagine Goudreau playing anywhere but at left wing on the top line. Well, that's where he skated for the Calgary Flames, as we all know. <laughs> that's also, of course, the problem there is that's the spot that pa- Patrick Lane prefers with a right-handed shot that's always loaded for one-timers. Lane, however, spent time on his strong side at right wing during even strength situations last season and didn't shift over to the left wing until an opposing player went into the penalty box. So how's this all going to work out? Fair question. Many unanswered questions, obviously. Now the Blue Jackets, who don't have a center anchor that's quite in line with his main pivot in Calgary, Elias Lindholm. And, and then also the Jackets don't have a power forward like Matthew Chuck to play opposite Goudreau and create space for him to operate. So how many additional scoring chances, though, will Lane get now that Goudreau's throwing cross-ice dimes his way? Bulls dying. 
How much better will Cole, how much, and here's the main question, how much better will Cole Sillinger become? After scoring 16 goals, is it is the NHL's youngest player last season? All of these questions remain to be answered. The one thing that we do know is that, all, that the Columbus Blue Jackets got themselves a heck of a player, and only time will tell if it's going to work out. How many guys are on the ice? Is that on that sheet? I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. But anyways, I hope that was hope that was useful, hockey fans. I think you made up that name. Jason? Oh. I, I have no idea how to follow that up, but uh, I'm actually going to. Did I take yours? <laughs> kind of, a little, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Sorry, man. But I am going to. I am. Yeah, I am going to pivot uh, because Jay, you mentioned something earlier that struck a chord with me, and it was something when I was a kid. The uh, the Indians, I allowed to say back in the yes. day, it did have an old timers' day, and I loved it. It was my favorite day of the year. <clears throat> and this is a, a franchise that can now connect with its history. And bring that back. And I actually wrote about this years and years and years ago when I was at the Beacon Journal. Why don't we do an old timers day at the stadium? And especially and for a while, there weren't a lot of guys to pick from to bring back. <laughs> but now imagine if you could get and, and there have been problems with Albert Bell and the organization. They haven't seen eye to eye on a lot of things. But imagine if you could get Kenny Lofton back for a day or Manny Ramirez back for wow. a day. Jim Tomey would come back. Carlos Byer mm-hmm. is part of the organization. Imagine if you could bring back some of those guys from the 90s. Go get Joe Carter and bring him back for a day and, and let this fan base reconnect with some of the stars of its past. It was one of my favorite days as a kid. The Yankees do a great job with it with Old Timers Day, and you could really bring in a range of, of some, some guys who really played long ago. Get Tito Francona out there, you know, for just an inning or whatever. I don't know. He obviously has had a lot of health problems and can't really move all that well. But He's like Naylor. <laughs> but just as a way to... Uh, shine a light on the past of this franchise and some of the greats that have been through here and really be able to celebrate certainly the great run of the 90s teams and, and beyond. I just think it would be a really nice way to connect this fan base at a time where, you know, there has been some distrust between fans and ownership and, you know, there's some aggression there or hostility or whatever you want to say. This is an opportunity to join today's fans with yesterday's past. And I think it's long overdue. Bring back the old timers day mm-hmm. at progressive field. Good idea. G Bush. Well, you know what hit me the other day uh, as we talked about the Baker Mayfield saga and you know Baker gets traded and you know it's kind of out of our system a little bit. It just finally dawned on me it hit me in the face like wow man. When's the last time you saw somebody take like meaningful snaps under center for the Cleveland Browns like you know Baker was it's always a, the foregone conclusion. He's going to be the starter. And now, for the first time in four years, he's not going to be there. So I just thought about the random emotions that even if Jacoby Brissett plays, right? I mean, that's a new guy you haven't seen in that jersey behind center. And then it's not even to mention Deshaun Watson. So I I look at it, and and, and there's so many different things with less than eight weeks, almost eight weeks to go before the season starts. Either way you look at it, there's going to be a new quarterback under center, which by default changes the entire team, right? Nick Chubb is no longer just going to be Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt's not just Kareem Hunt. You are going to have other people, a quarterback that affects the way they play the game. So essentially, you're going to watch the Cleveland Browns come onto the field and you're going to see a completely different team. And I can't remember a time when I, I would, would say that or could say that because the, the quarterbacks we had before weren't worth a hill of beans. But now you got so many new players to see at receiver. We, we're used to Jarvis and Odell, Odell Beckham. We have a new receiver. We got a new, we, we got a new quarterback. 
I'm just excited to see what this team is, and I think everybody uh, in, in the city of Cleveland will be enjoying a brand new team for the first time, and will be all experienced it at once. So I'm ready for the roller coaster ride. Oh, it'll be a roller coaster ride. <laughs> oh yeah, there's no <laughs> doubt about that. Uh, we love goat arguments, discussions. Uh, I'm gonna go to one that for a long time looked like it was gonna unfold a little differently. The British Open started today. I know we don't do a lot of golf chat on the program, but I know there are a lot of folks out there that either love to play golf or love to watch golf. And throughout the mid-90s and especially into the early 2000s, it looked like the GOAT argument was going to switch from Jack Nicklaus to Tiger Woods, particularly how Tiger started his career. The tragedy of Tiger Woods is how he ended his career. He was at 14 majors when he was in his early 30s. The record is 18 major championships. Jack Nicklaus, of course, won 18 times. This is a topic for me because Tiger Woods currently is on the 10th hole of his first round of the Open Championship. He is five over par. And obviously he had the car crash that destroyed his leg. And despite the fact that he was able to win the Masters a couple of years ago, his best golf is clearly now behind him. So the GOAT argument when it comes to golf is settled. It is Jack Nicklaus. 18 major wins compared to 15 now for Tiger. Masters championships, six for Nicholas, five for Tiger Woods. But what really, for me, clinches Jack as the GOAT, he won 18 majors. 19 times Jack finished second in major championships. Hmm. 19 times he was right there. This, to go along with his 18 victories. That gives him 37 top twos compared to Tiger's 22. So it's official. Jack is and forever will be the GOAT, at least in my eyes. Tiger had a greater influence on the game of golf, but Jack, I think, is the greatest player ever to play the sport. And on yours, can we get Manning and Eckersley in on that old time? Or should oh, we yeah. go there? No. Nice. Just if you so, know, you know. Just so Eckersley is not on the mound when Manning's at the plate. <laughs> well, that's what it would have to be. If you right? know, you know. Oh, yeah. Eckersley could represent the other team, oh. like the, the bunch of all-stars. Give Manning a metal bat. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm sorry. The only way you'd convince him to play. Hey, hey listen. <clears throat> Toss them bats out the metal, them Louisville sluggers out there, bro. Let's go. get it popping. Let's go. That's how you... Come Carnage. On. Come on now. Squid games. Carnage. Yeah. Make, I was... I was telling you the story about Jim Tomey using a metal bat at right. Clearwater when he was that, with the that, Phillies. That's what somebody threw a metal bat at him. And there's Highway 19 runs on the backside of the right field home run fence in Clearwater, mm-hmm. and he hit it over about 12 lanes of highway. That's what I need to and see. And out of the park, it was <laughs> it was a moonshot. Yep. So let's see if somebody can hit that scoreboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody could hit it over. At that point, it's like shooting a gun in the air. Pretty much. I love that. High school kids were hitting it during the home run. Yeah. The high school home run yeah. derby. Yeah. Yeah. They used metal bats All Star Weekend. They used. I'm, so I'm telling you, people were ducking out of the way. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, it's high school exit velocity. Major leaguers be terrifying. big trouble. Can't do it. All right. So that's going to bring to a close. We got tomorrow. The, today's program. Keith Jackson and Didi tomorrow. Mm. Oh, wow, that's a hot show. Star-studded lineup. We're starting the show with Keith Byers. That's He's our show tomorrow? Off the top tomorrow. A lot of that's talent. A, that's a real We show. had Keith on last time to talk about the basketball game, and then Keith had some connectivity issues. Yeah, please. He promised this time he will not be from a car. Okay. So we will get Keith on the basketball game 
And then everything else, we had uh, Leroy and Archie on. Keith is right in that same category of no elite running back. So very excited for that. Yeah, cool. that'll be fun. That's on tomorrow's program. In the meantime, uh, the Guardians kind of stuck in Nowhereville. They're, they're below 500 now after being in first place two weeks ago. They love right. dancing around that 500, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've kind of given up for this year. They're just not going to get it done. All right, we're out of time. We're going to take a 22-hour break. We are back tomorrow for our Friday show. It's going to be a lot of fun. You heard the guest list. Enjoy your Thursday. We will see you 22 hours from now. Bye, everyone. Peace. <laughs>